Welcome to the Queer Critique Podcast, hosted by Sophie, Shirley, and Eloise, three students in Intro to Queer Critique at Middlebury College. In this series, we are asking fellow Middlebury students and ourselves to reflect on what womanhood, feminism, and gender means in our lives. We hope you enjoy these conversations, and thank you so much for listening. Hello, Lila. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast mm-hmm. and being interviewed. Um, we just have some questions um, for you to hear sort of how you think about certain topics. Um, but we'd love to have you start by introducing yourself um, and share anything you want um, to share with our audience. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Lila. I use she, her pronouns. I am a senior Feb at Middlebury, um, linguistics major, Spanish minor, coming from Philadelphia. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so our first question that we just want to ask, um, is do you identify as a feminist and what does it mean to be a feminist to you? Um, I definitely do currently identify as a feminist. It's interesting for me to think about um, back in high school, I think it was the, like, feminist, feminism was less popularized, um, and I remember having a conversation with a friend who identified as a feminist, and she was kind of a very outspoken activist, um, and at the time, this was maybe junior or senior year of high school, um, she, we were, yeah, we were just talking about whether people in the class identified as a feminist and she was getting really frustrated when people like of all genders said that they didn't or weren't sure because to her it was so obvious that like we all believed in equality um Mm -hmm. and so we all should be feminists um and at the time I I think I didn't really know um kind of like the feminism that I knew was the feminazis Mm -hmm. um and you know like the kind of stereotype of like unshaven armpits and mm-hmm. um didn't wear bras as like a protest um but I think now I definitely do identify as a feminist and it to me feminism means like living how to say this wait I need to think about that yeah take um, your time I think to me feminism means gender equality um, and I guess like living the values of gender equality and I hesitate to say fighting for because I think that there are ways to live those values without kind of like calling yourself an activist or falling into the typical like stereotype of what an activist is um yeah yeah Yeah. um thank you so much for sharing I do definitely think that the term feminism has become a lot more normalized in a certain degree and that when I was also younger I remember thinking it was more about some sort of like militant something instead of just believing in equality but I feel like it's much more recognized these days um, so then sort of a follow-up question from that is, um, what is a woman to you, and what does it mean to be a woman? 
I think that this is a really hard question. Um, and I mentioned to you earlier mm-hmm. <clears throat> that I read The Second Sex. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um, which was kind of... It was a, like a feminist writer addressing this issue of what is a woman. Um, and her argument was that it's a social construct. Mm-hmm. Um, we all obviously are born with a certain sex and basically she was saying that like people with vaginas are raised to be women but that actually is like can mean so many different things and um she just was kind of bringing up all the different ways that people can be women in the world Mm -hmm. as a way of saying that there is no one way to be a woman and essentially I think kind of arguing that the idea of yeah womanhood is a social construct Mm -hmm. yeah very well and so sort of going off of what you were just saying do you think womanhood then is a false category I don't think womanhood is a false category um I think that it is tough yeah (laughs) these are hard questions yeah I think that it's a category that can be used that kind of should be used with like a caveat or an asterisk Mm -hmm. um in that it like just like most categories um especially having to do with like um with gender and race and sexuality like the categories are helpful because as humans we like to know how to define things and like have like well-defined categories Mm -hmm. um but I think I think you have to be careful when using the term womanhood to not make assumptions and like there are going to be people who fall outside of the category who we as a society choose to put into the category Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um can you repeat the question yeah do you think womanhood is a false category like do you think that women in a way do they like exist in a sense is it a real Mm -hmm. a real thing that is useful to organize around um or does that sort of political organizing around womanhood which we know to be feminism is that does that do more harm than good i think that we live in a society where woman is a category and so organizing around womanhood can create solidarity among people who face the challenges that people who identify as women Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I think yeah I think you can argue the same well maybe this is tin- like not important to what you want to have mm-hmm. but like or what like you want to be talking about but I think that you can argue the same thing with race that like even though it's a social construct it still affects people's lives mm-hmm. um, and I think that's exactly mm-hmm. what I would say about womanhood also mm-hmm. yeah absolutely <clears throat> um um, so just to finish up um, this 
interview, do you think that there is a universal experience that women have that unites us? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm sure... This is from my experience and what I have seen Mm -hmm. um, and, like, heard people experiencing. So I... I'm, like, assuming that this is what that all women feel this way based on data that I have from my life. And Mm -hmm. I think, like, that obviously could change if someone Mm -hmm. told me differently. But the way that I see it, um, I think one experience that women, all women share is, like, a lack of feeling safe in certain spaces. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, if you walk into a room of a bunch of, like, large men or are walking down the street at night, um, I definitely have had conversations with my dad and with male friends where they've talked about, like, traveling alone and, or, like, going out to a club, like, at midnight Mm -hmm. in a foreign city and, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that, and I think that most women would feel unsafe. Um, Or, like, being in a city at night, just all Mm -hmm. these things that where we kind of have to be... Or, like, even, like, going to a college party. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's something that women typically do with friends because there's always the fear of being sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I think that that is <clears throat> a common. Mm-hmm. What's what was the, what was how was the question? Um, is there a universal experience that oh, women okay. have? Yeah, yeah, and I think that to me is mm-hmm. feels like the most universal mm-hmm. experience that mm-hmm. I would imagine all women would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in a sense, the sort of threat of harm and lack of agency over our bodies is something yeah. that unites us in a very like tragic way yeah yeah and harm by men mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. so it's sort of this opposite oppositional relationship between men and women that creates mm-hmm. yeah um well that's a really <laughs> sad note to leave on um but I want to thank you for your time and for your yeah. um, thoughts and I really liked how you use the term your like data from your life because um, mm-hmm. I think putting into perspective our lived experiences is really important so I appreciate you sharing from yours today yeah so thank you for having me thank you